Lee. 414-249. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Time now to chat about sport and uh, joining me in the studio next door is Live 95's Luke Liddy and on the line we have uh, GA commentator Leo Connor with us, Don O'Sullivan, editor of the Limerick Leader and our soccer correspondent Mike Ahern. And uh, Leo, we're going to start on a very sad note um, that uh, people would have heard about here on Live 95 News over the weekend since the Carey family and the community in Patrick's Well mourning the loss of Paul Carey who died tragically in a road crash um, abroad. Uh, Paul captained the well to a county senior hurling title in 2003. He also represented Limerick FC in soccer and he was just 41 years old. Just just an awful, awful tragedy, Leo. Absolutely, Joe. Um, I suppose the Kerry family I don't know synonymous with, with Patrick Swelbert or synonymous with Limerick sport in general. Um, Patrick, his older brother, Kieran, and Paul as well, um, all played senior hurling with Limerick at various occasions. Um, and it's just a tragic loss to the whole family and especially to the community of Patrick's well. But it just goes to show, Joe, that um, how life can, how life short, how how life short can be. And oh, it's just one of those situations, Joe, where um, you know the Kerry family, as I said, they're just a true, genuine family. Paul and hurling against Paul, Paul is as genuine a guy as you get. What you got is what you see. Supremely honest um, in everything that he approached with Patrick's well and with that. And indeed, had the honour of captain Patrick Swell to um, to see hurling championship, played minor and under twenty one hurling with Limerick as well. So look, the guy has done it all. Um, and as we, as you briefly mentioned as well, played soccer with Limerick. Just one of those guys that had it all. And I suppose true to the traditions of his family that he comes from. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think he was working, wasn't he, in the UAE? And uh, I think the intention was to come back, wasn't it? Leo? Yeah, as far as I know, his his wife had come back trying to settle settle back in here, and um, one of the kids. And it's just uh, it's just one of those situations where Paul had intended moving home before Christmas, I believe, and take up employment here in this country again. And you know, just one of these things that you know, when I heard it, um, I heard it last right even. I just couldn't believe it, um, how such a, a vibrant young man as Paul Carey and the way his life has been cut short in, in obviously, in, in a complete accident situation. So yeah. it's just very, very sad. Very, very sad is right. And uh, Mike Ahern, I know you played with him at Limerick FC, didn't you? Yeah, terrific guy, Joe. I met him uh, only last Christmas. I was coming out of Limerick Racing after covering the festival and I met him in Patrick's Well and he had said the plan was to come home and, you know, he was really looking forward to the future back here. He'd, he'd spent a good number of years teaching English over in the UAE and look, Paul was a, a tremendous gentleman. He's the kind of guy that you know when you ask him to go out on a pitch, he will give you a million percent and even though he wasn't the most technically gifted player that we had at Limerick, he was the heartbeat of the team. He was the guy that, you know, did all the dirty work. He went and he got the ball and he did the ugly work on the pitch and, you know, he, he did it in such a, a pleasant way yet every opponent he came up against uh, knew that they were in a battle. A, a lovely guy, his brother Kevin played on the same team with us and they were such a great great duo to have in the dressing room they were full of life full of fun 
you know, always up to mischief. Uh, two really good guys, but very, very sad loss. And a bit like Leo said there, uh, I think everybody from the soccer fraternity and the lads that I would have played with back when Limerick FC started up with their under-19 team, all really, really shocked on Friday night. Paul really was an absolute gent. And, you know, one of the last things he had said to me, Joe, last Christmas was, we must organise a reunion the next time I'm back. So, yeah, very, very sad. Yeah, no question about it. And uh, Don, you know, this would be a tragedy in any circumstances, in any given year. But this year of all years and in a a level five situation as well, where, you know, people obviously want to rally around the Careys and they are, but it's in much more difficult circumstances than would otherwise be the case. Oh, yeah, George, terrible is that. Someone that was behind Paul in school in St. Kevin's College, um, the lads all summed it up brilliantly there about how much of a a gentleman he was, how much of a leader he was, and they, you know, when you talk about Mike Hearn and the radio there saying he played with him, I would have gone to school behind him, being on a couple of panels that he was on. Um, I met Dr. Stephen Lucy the other day, who was full back on the Cistercians team that were beaten by Clements in the final. Brian Begley is selector on the Limerick football team, and obviously gone to school and played with Paul. There's so many people connected to the guy, and everyone had something nice to say. And as you say, unfortunately, you know, 2020 has given us enough body blows in the last number of uh, months since March maybe and this is just another one and, and one will be very hard to get over because everyone that met much like anyone that meets any of the Kerry lads it comes away from us either with a smile on their face or a story to be told and uh, he'd be sadly missed by everyone and obviously his family and our, our sympathies to them Yeah no doubt about it. All right, well, look, may Paul rest in peace and obviously our sympathies here, all of us at Live 95, uh, to the Carey family on this just tragic, tragic loss and it puts everything else we're going to talk about in sharp perspective uh, now in terms of uh, sport. Um, but uh, Limerick, the footballers, um, had a great run out in the championship uh, on uh, Saturday and there was full commentary here with uh, Don and Tommy Stack uh, of it. It was a saga. It went to um, extra time. Oh, a chance here for Limerick once more. Shot a goal. Oh, what a ball. Second goal. Killian Faye. What a pass that was. Incredible stuff. 31 minutes on the clock. 2 5 to 4. Wow. Can you believe it? What wow. a goal. From the sideline, he's kicked it. Has he got enough on it? It oh, hits the post and goes score. over. Oh, what a score that is for Tipperary to level the sides. Oh. Oh, the referee blows the final whistle. My word, what a game of football. Erko yeah. score 2 9 to 1 12. Oh, yeah, well, extra time is on the way, obviously, so we still have a little bit more to look forward to. Oh, the referee blows the final whistle, oh. which makes it all the worse. Limerick's football season is over. Extra time defeat to Tipperary. Limerick 2 11, Tipperary 1 15. Oh, it's not the way that team deserved to go out. Don said it at the end of the game the green shoots are definitely on show and Limerick have put themselves back on the footballing map they could take they could take on almost anybody Division 2, 3 or 4 at the moment and expect to win the game but but how heartbreaking it was how it worked out I'm so proud to be from Limerick so proud to be associated with football I know it's been short it's been a bit of a blitz as, as you could say it but, but Billy and the backroom team have organised it so well and the players on the field it's the most creative Limerick team I've ever seen the super job there uh, by uh, Tommy Stack and Don O'Sullivan bringing uh, you uh, that uh, extraordinary uh, game. And uh, Luke Liddy, I mean, talk about heartbreaking really for, for the Limerick footballers. And then you see what happened um, uh, yesterday and, and Cork putting Kerry out. Um, so you have a rather unusual pairing actually in the Munster football final for, for once. 
Yeah, you certainly do. And I was under the desk here in, in work, Joe, listening into that commentary on uh, on Saturday. It was it was so hard to take. And Don and and Tommy summed it up so well. And uh, they were so descriptive of the of the action as well. I mean, before it went to extra time, Limerick were one point up. I had to run out of the studio for a second. I didn't hear the equaliser. I was saying, "Come on, just blow it up, just blow it up." I want this game to be over. Uh, so then I came back, and it was extra time, and. Uh, Oh, it was just it was so many emotions. And and yeah, you, you look at this Limerick team and how well they had done with the McGrath Cup, with the league. Then to get Waterford in the first round in the quarterfinal, a team that they definitely had the beatings of and beat already twice that year. You knew you were then taking on either Clare or Tipperary in the semi-final and you had avoided that uh, Cork or, or Kerry pairing. Um, it was just... It, it was a, a great path to reach a final and, and to get over the line and, and get back to that final for the first time in 10 years. But like the way Limerick went out, despite the fact that they lost, they didn't go out and, and get stuffed and lose by 10 points. They should have had a, a penalty in extra time. They missed a couple of scores. They could have definitely got over the line against this Tipperary side. And that's what you want. You want a competitive team, a team that can push the sides uh, even above them in the divisions all the way. And they certainly did that. And they put in a really prideful performance. And it just got the juices flowing for next season. I mean, we, we can't wait now to see what the Limerick footballers will produce next season. All right. Let's take a quick break and chat some more sport after that. Limerick today now on 46 1995. Now we're chatting sport with uh, Don O'Sullivan, Luke Liddy, Micah Hearn, and Leo O'Connor. Um, Don, <laughs> very exciting stuff, pretty heartbreaking stuff. <laughs> I'd say yourself and Tommy were going, jeepers, will this ever end? Will the whistle ever go? And will Limerick be on the right side of it? Yeah, it was incredible there, Joe, listening back to the highlighted package there with the amount of moans and groans coming out of the two of us. Uh, just, I'm still not over it, to be honest with you. It was uh, an incredible game of football. I think um, Tommy touched on it, and it's something, a word I use all the time when I'm talking about different sports. It's intent. Limerick footballers want to play football. They don't want to sit back and put in blocks of defenders and, you know, maybe win a game 6-5 or 7-9 or something like that. They went after it. They scored two cracking goals. So one of the best points of the year from Conor Sweeney and the sideline to send it to extra time. Could have won it in extra time. Free at the end, they could have sent it to the first ever penalties. It had it all. It was so sad that people weren't there to see it uh, in the stadium. What a crowd um, influence would have had in the game. But I think Billy Lee touched on it afterwards. He, he didn't see this as a massive defeat or, or you know, he said the, the players would be devastated. But he saw it as a chance to benchmark his side against Tipperary and benchmark they did. And, and weirdly enough, the, the team in the Munster final waiting for them, Cork Limerick beat the McGrath Cup final earlier on this year, so who knows what would have happened there, but definitely, as Luke said, on the right road, people in Limerick are excited to see what these footballers can do next year, and they play brilliant football, and they have a go, and sure, why not? And why not? Absolutely. And uh, Leo Connor, the Limerick hurlers, of course, have a big week ahead of them looking to a, a Munster Senior Hurling Championship final. Absolutely, Joe. It's going to be, um, I think it's going to be one hell of a game next Sunday. Um, a Waterford team that have impressed all ends up so far this year. Um, their work, I think, uh, a team that are that are striving to get back to where they were in what three or four years ago. They've been introducing all the new talent. Um, Callum Lyons at wing back seems to be a find of the season for Waterford so far. Jamie Byrne back to himself out around the middle of the field. They certainly put up a massive test to a Limerick team that are particularly hurling well at the moment. Joe, um, we were in this situation similar to this situation last year. Got into a Mustafine, won a Mustafine, and got and got pipped by Kilkenny. I hope the lessons are learned um, 
from a general public point of view as well, Joe, because at times we're inclined to talk ourselves up. So I just think then an, an air of caution going into the, the one and Sunday to get the performance. Um, I think the lads have learned a lot, take it step by step. And I'd certainly be expecting a massive performance from them again on Sunday. Nice, very good. We look forward to that. And of course, there'll be full live commentary of that game here on Live 95. And uh, Micah Hearn, uh, Cork City did get to the FAI Women's Cup final with a semi-final defeat of uh, Treaty United at the weekend. But uh, a very decent performance from uh, the Treaty United women. Yeah, and I think they'll be kicking themselves this morning, Joe, because very similar to the league game at Jackman Park a couple of months ago, the early goals really put pay to Treaty's chances. Here's Noonan scored two goals for Cork inside 16 minutes yesterday and that's what ultimately separated the sides and Treaty dominated the second half they missed chance after chance and you always felt if they got the third goal they probably would have got the fourth as well just so so unlucky Joe but Saoirse Noonan the star of the weekend keep an ear out for this lady in the years to come I guarantee you she'll wear the green of Ireland for Vera Powell's international side and when you consider Saturday Joe she scored the winning goal for the Cork senior lady football team against Kerry she is multi-talented across uh, different sports and I think uh, a real star of the future so Saoirse Noonan separating Treaty from a women's national cup final appearance and I think Cork uh, just about deserved it yesterday but Treaty can hold her head very high with their display yeah, and finally, Luke, it's odd to say this, but believe it or not, there's a, a golf major this week. The Masters gets underway this Thursday in golf, and we'll chat about that later in the week. And then there's something called the Autumn Nations Cup in rugby, which is a replacement for these internationals where the New South Africans and the New Zealanders and the Australians normally would come to this side, but obviously with COVID, they can't. But, but can you see these games anywhere? I mean, where, where are they on? Yeah, you'd be able to. I, I think you can see them on on terrestrial TV, Joe. Uh, I, I think so. Uh, one of them something that was kind of Amazon Prime or one. one of these. England and Ireland, uh, England and Ireland's game is on Amazon Prime. I think that's the only one that's on Amazon Prime. I think you can catch the the rest of the games in the in the Autumn Nations Cup. I know that England and Ireland one has been earmarked for for Amazon Prime, which. Uh, I don't know, do a lot of people have it? But uh, that's what they're banking on, I suppose. People maybe signing up for, for that just to see the game. But um, yeah, look, it's the, the Autumn Nations Cup and it's it's just that one-off replacement uh, competition. And I suppose now is the time to enjoy international rugby because we don't know what's coming down the tracks with the with the Six Nations. Will it be maybe postponed for a little while because they're saying that uh, without crowds at the stadiums, rugby is just losing too much money, the various organisations um, there and, and you there, so so that could be somewhere off down the tracks when crowds are allowed to come back. Who knows when that's going to be? So look, right. it's it's some international rugby to look forward to. We'll get to see Keith Earls obviously back in action after injury. Shane Daly as well is uh, hopefully going to make his first um, appearance for Ireland. Yeah. Okay, we'll chat more about that and you'll have lots of coverage of it on Live 95 Sport during the week. Listen, thank you very much to Luke Liddy next door in the other studio, to Micah Hearn, to Don O'Sullivan, editor of the Limerick Leader, and to Leo O'Connor, who commentates on GA Matters for us. News next. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.